Aloha, Starshine. Aloha, Sunshine. And aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast. We are the tiki bar that lives in your head. That we are. Just a moment, just a moment. What? There's the music. Oh, Lo- it's beautiful. Lovely, yeah, lovely. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. we just like to let the... Uh, the iPod, uh, iPhone, whatever the heck this thing is, uh, oh, just go on it. random. Yes, and it's playing random music right now. Somewhere in the ether of all that is exotica, jazz, lounge, bachelor pad, etc. So much to choose from. And this is what you get. Okay, so we have to have a drink just like every day, every day, uh, every just week. Just like every day. <laughs> every week on the podcast. <laughs> just like every hour. Uh, we want to inspire you with a little bit of exotica, a little bit of lounge music, and, and, a, and a cocktail. So This we're looks having, like a cup of blood. Well, in a way, it kind of is. This is uh, the shooter that I'm going to be serving at Halloween. It looks like at, a at the uh, sixth annual Halloween party that, uh, well, very exclusive people are invited to. I, think, I swear to God, you've had twenty of them. It's well, this is the sixth official of the oh, same the theme. Oh, the official, okay. Right, but we had many Halloween parties yes. before that. So this is called the deckhand, and it's a shooter, but it's a large shooter. Yeah. So you need a large shot glass for this, not just a standard one one and a half ounce shot glass. And it's an ounce of Lemon Heart 151, an ounce. Three quarter to an ounce of lemon juice. It just depends on how sour you like it. I like it sour. And a half an ounce to, to three quarter ounce of creme de noya or the uh, almond uh, liquor. And uh, I prefer that you use the red one in mm-hmm. this because you can get it in that deep reddish orange, or yeah. you can get it clear sometimes. No, I think so it go needs with to the colored one. Color. Shake it real nice with ice and pour into a large shot glass, and then you can shoot or sip. It's up to you. So clinky. I don't think I could shoot this. So, so I, 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 I can I can gulp it a bit. Mm. It's tasty though. But it's a tasty shooter. And it's made with the 151 and you can feel it in your nose. You can. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know, it's blood red. It's stiff. It mm-hmm. goes it goes with Halloween and I, I named I decided to name it the deck hand. Strong. Goes with the music as you well. You should put something in it to thicken it up so it's like. Blood. To thicken it up? That would be disgusting, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be. Let's make it What like, could you put in it to make like it Like the viscosity bit... of ketchup? Yeah, something to make it like. That would be disgusting. Well, how about brains? Ooh, let's put brains in it. <laughs> I, will, um, I will go to the local tiki market, see if I can find the mm, shrunken head brains. salesman, and get some brains. So we're enjoying the deckhand with some music. And we have, uh, well, we're, we're back. This is the first time that we're back in the lounge since we went to Tiki Oasis. Is it? I thought you had one last week. Well, I did a music-only oh, show. Oh, that's right. It was, uh, we were celebrating Mr. Ho's Orchestratica because mm-hmm. uh, Brian with uh, Mr. Ho's was nice enough to let us play a whole bunch of their music. Very nice. And we reminded everybody that if you go to orchestratica.com, uh, you can get six free songs, six free MP3s, uh, three from each of their two albums that they've released. Mm. And there aren't many 22, 23 piece full orchestras touring and playing and playing the big band and lounge bachelor pad exotica hits of uh, Esquivel time, Mm -hmm. for example. So it's probably good I needed two weeks or so to dry out from Tiki Oasis uh uh because I gained five pounds of alcohol that I just lost a couple days ago. Yeah, Yeah. I I have not lost my alcohol, my rum weight. I I, I packed on eight pounds. You know what my diet was? What? Starvation. (laughs) That will work. (laughs) That... I starved myself for two weeks to get well, the but way you out. know what? You know, know what you know what you can handle, right? If mm-hmm. you can fast, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, I was more upset with the five pounds I gained than the fact that I had to drink protein shakes for two weeks. To but get uh, off. speaking of Mr. Hose, uh, have you? Yeah, you, know, you haven't seen their logo and everything yet. No, but, but now I'm going to put my glasses. They. Uh, I'll show you this. I'll show you this picture right here mm-hmm. because this shows you the whole band. 
And, well, at least I thought it was going to. Well, I like a big band. Uh, and I really, really, really want to see these guys live. Okay. I think that would be amazing. So we need to make sure that we do that. Just look at that orchestra. And orchestra. They, they are traveling, and I believe they're taking a little bit of a break right now. But again, orchestratica.com, and you can get six free songs or listen to last week's episode, which is 224, where we play nothing but Mr. Ho. Mm, we like hoes. So. We do. We like them a lot. And that's a lot of hoe. All right. Well, we've got our drink. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna sip burning. the rest. We're gonna sip the rest of this shooter from deck hand. I'm gonna sip it because it's mm. painful. We're drinking out of my new large stackable Japanese tiki inspired shot glasses. They're pretty cool. I don't wouldn't and consider them a shot they're from glass. An artist, they're from an artist called Hall. Hall. And uh, Does he work with oats. He didn't do, no. He didn't do he didn't do a whole lot. But there's a few things out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, this set of four stackable. And I mean, I, technically they're mugs, but they're they're sake size. Yeah, so I would not, call them sake mugs. Not real huge, yeah. uh, but they make real nice shots, uh, shot glasses or sipping glasses when you just want to sip a rum yeah. or try something that's a bit They're too big under. to be shot glasses, but they are sake cups. All right, let's see here. I think we have, uh, oh yes, we do have the mail sack, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go grab uh, that sack. Wrestle that up grab and that uh, see if I can find the, uh, what do we call that? The uh, the email, uh, music, sound effects, I whatever. I'll see if I can find know that. what you're doing. The shot's already going to my head, and uh, we'll be right back with listener mail. Tiki mail. I'll wrinkle that sack here it and is. get the shit right. out of it. What do we got here? So uh, had a little goiter. You got a lot of red meat today? Well, you know, I, I wish I wish I could say that we had just a ton of mail, but for whatever reason, we really don't. And I, I'm not sure I know the reason. I think people are still detoxing from the summer. And September's a month where you just kind of... Lay well, low. this one is from Alistair. Right. And Alistair doesn't say where he's from, but he, he just says great pot. And you know what? And I don't even know if Alistair is... A man, but I would assume. But I, uh, that that spelling to me looks unisex. I, well, Alistair's a man's name. I've never met a girl named Alistair. I have. Oh. I, I went to school with an Alistair, and she was a girl. Oh. At uh, least, at least her breasts were feminine. Oh, my parents have a neighbor named Alistair. Hmm. All right. So, and forgive us if we're, we're snacking eating. on garden fresh vegetables and herb dip. Mm -hmm. But you should always have a snack at the bar for you folks. You should, especially mm -hmm. with this shot we're drinking. Mm -hmm. Alistair says, great podcast. I listen on the drive from Seattle to Portland three times a week. Oh, mm, Jesus. That's quite a drive. It's a killer drive, but with ZTL and a few other great podcasts, it isn't so bad. Excellent. Do you recommend other shows or podcasts along the same genre as ZTL or also food and drink? Thanks, Alistair. Well, there are a few other uh, podcasts that I listen to. Podcasts, vidcasts, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. uh, along, Well, so for like cocktail inspired, for example... Let me have a bit of cucumber here because that shot is definitely um, working. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there is the Cocktail Buzz video cast. Paul and Steve, they do this at whatever frequency they feel like, just like us. Yeah. And uh, one of them does a cocktail and one of them does a snack or appetizer. I like that. They're in New York. And they, they live in a place where they have a great view mm -hmm. of the city. And uh, they they make the drink and the appetizer for you, and they try to pair them together. And uh, they do a little video show. Mm -hmm. They also enter contests and things and, and put their cocktail skill against others. So that's a nice one. There's also uh, the Cocktail Nation podcast with Coop Cooper. And he serves up some great lounge, exotica, space age pop, etc. 
So you can go to Cocktail Nation. Also find them on Facebook as well. Uh, find Coop, Cooper and Cocktail Nation on Facebook, and I highly recommend that you do. We'll put the link on this week's show. There is the Quiet Village with Digitiki, and Digitiki, he, I believe his name is Mark, and I believe he is probably the most knowledgeable person of Exotica on the internet, mm-hmm. or at least that you can just uh, you know go to digitiki.com and find information, which I think is really cool. So if you don't know about Exotica, or you don't know about Space Age, Bachelor Pet, etc., listen to this podcast, listen to the old episodes, and you will be immersed in the world that is exotic something yes but he wants food and stuff who does this guy alistair was saying about namely food and cocktails and we don't have a whole lot of that well but now there is of course as we've been saying week after week after week there is oh excuse me that dip is really strong it caught me in the back of the i was gonna have to give you the heimlich there for a second maybe that would have been nice for the show right Uh uh choking sounds as long as you talk talk the listeners through what you're doing (laughs) It'd be like a lesson. So then it would they be would like, be CPR certified. There's there's the Velveteen Lounge Kitchen. Yes, and she makes which, the scary jello molds. Uh, yes, Kelly does. So mm-hmm. she does a lo- she does a lot of things over there. Now she does a lot of it in jest. Mm-hmm. But these were real things that people did. Yes, I found a new one. I have a in uh, the fifties and sixties. What did you find? I found a potluck cookbook at the senator's house mm-hmm. from late seventies, and it was written by the uh, senior citizens of Bill Gardens. So mm. you know that their recipes are actually from like thirty years before that, probably. But there was probably fifteen Jello salads in there. Oh yes. yes. Was there a carrot raisin? There was um, carrot. There was cranberry. There was ham. There was egg salad. There was—I mean, just disgusting. Egg dis- salad and Jello. Yes. No. It was no. What flavor Jello? It was lemon. Hmm. It was disgusting. So I might actually have to make one. Whether I can eat it or not is another thing. But well, you can watch mm-hmm. the Velveteen Lounge Kitchen, and Kelly will introduce you to a new cocktail, a mousse snack, on pretty much mm-hmm. every video that she does, and. She looks very swank doing it. She and does. She has a she has a gaggle or group of swank friends and acquaintances that join her in her videos from now to ne- now and then. So we'll put a link to that too. Mm-hmm. Now here's one that I've been getting more and more into is the Living Zen podcast. So they're kind of in theme with us when we feel like being Zen. Yes. We may be the Zen Tiki Lounge, but we do tend to um, well, get a little ornery and. That's Zen to me. <laughs> it is, yes. <laughs> Letting it all out. So the Living Zen podcast uh, can be anywhere from five minutes to an hour, depending mm-hmm. on how long the lecture was. How long they meditate for. And uh, the gentleman, he, uh, well, anything from just relaxation techniques, how to purge your mind of unwanted thoughts, mm. how uh, just all kinds of good stuff. And so I like the Living Zen podcast. So there's a couple of hints, and we'll put the links on there for all of them. So Alistair, I hope that helps. Um, the only other thing we had was we had a, we had a, a tweet. We did. Well, we had few, mm-hmm. but the one there was one that was um, was pointed in your direction, mm. and the and the tweet said, "Why isn't Starshine on Twitter?" That was all it was. So I'll let you answer that. I guess that I could be, but I just don't really care for it. Mm, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. care to, you know, it's like it reminds me of the people on Facebook that keep posting 50 times a day about what the fuck they're doing. I like this song. Oh, it's a mm. wonderful song. Very jazzy. Um, but that, you know, so isn't that what Twitter's like? It's just like one sentence at a time about what you're doing? Pretty much. Okay, because I've actually never looked at Twitter before. Yeah, so 144 characters or such. Yeah, yeah, and so I just don't know if, I mean, I guess I could, but I mean, I didn't think anybody would be interested in that. Pumpkin could never tweet because she's never done anything in 144 characters oh my or less. Either could Kaylani. Oh, then. that's true. Yes. 
But I guess I could. I hate talking on the phone. I hate talking at length to people. So yeah, I could probably tweet just fine. Maybe you should there's a, tweet. There's a ghost between us. Okay. Well, there, there's a ghost back there yeah. uh, in the back of the, the lounge who apparently wants to use the ice maker. Um, so, um, ah! Oh, yes. It sounds like it sounds like uh, Class 5 Hurricane is, is, is approaching the lounge and, and getting ice. Oh, little snowman. Well, if you want to send us some correspondence, I don't know why we didn't get a whole lot this week, but if you want to send us some, you can send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. You can find Zentiki Lounge on Facebook. You can find Sunshine Tiki mm-hmm. on Facebook and Google Plus. And you can find Starshine and Kaylani on Facebook as well. You can send us all private messages, etc. And uh, we'll do our darndest. Apparently Starshine is on Google Plus too, correct? Although I, That is correct. I've never been on it before. I know. I Did I send you the login information yet? No, and I don't even know how to get to it. All so. right, I'll, I'll get right around to yeah, that. Yeah, all right. All right. We'll see about that. So drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. And we will probably read it on the show. Oh, and one more thing. Okay. I posted this on Facebook. I asked people if, if we actually had a listener line, would you actually tune in? Or would you actually leave us a message? You mean like the drunken messages that you insist on leaving my parents? Well, we'll comment on that in a second. <laughs> so I said, I said, if we had a listener voicemail line, would you call and leave us fun messages? John Tiki Buttwhite said, for sure. For sure. Okay, uh, Peter of the Revomatics said, yep. Randy Schultz from Let's Tiki. He said, of course, but only dirty messages. Oh, we like the dirty ones, That's, so. what, that's what we expect, yes. yes. Steven, who he, he also joined us, along mm-hmm. with Randy, joined us at Tiki Oasis. Uh, he said, I'm having a difficult time thinking of something funny to write in the comment box, so I'm not sure if I could handle the pressure of a voicemail. You know, he's very laid back, so it would probably just be a real laid back... Message. Maybe it would. You know, say, and if you're looking for something fun to look at on the on the interwebs, mm-hmm. uh, go to chalkboard ukulele. Dot blogspot.com. Yes, yeah, or click on the link on at yeah. Zentiki Lounge and check it out. And uh, Stephen, he literally has a ukulele that's coated in that chalkboard paint. Yeah. And he goes up to people at at events and and, and t- things, and he asks folks who are into the tiki community. And he, would you like to draw on the ukulele? And then mm-hmm. he takes a picture, and then he erases it. It's cool, though, because he preserves it with a picture, mm-hmm. as you can see, which is, I think, clever, because he doesn't have 100 ukuleles at his house then. Right. It is very clever. And yeah. then, yeah, he erases it, and then the next person, and sometimes he bumps into multiple people yeah. in one day. Sometimes it's, you know, time in between. But Yeah, I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. This is a big cherry tomato. No, you're just chomping on it mm. forever. All right, there we go. I got that taken care of. All mm-hmm. right, so you know how to get a hold of us. And uh, I think we have plenty more to talk about. So, the let's, ice uh, monster back there is using let's, the microwave. Let's find the uh, <laughs> let's find the list of uh, subject matter and get right to that. We'll be right back. Mm. And we are back. We're back right here in the Zantiki Lounge. In the shaker here, I have some more liquor. Oh, good. Well, what else would it be? And we're going to shake that right now. Yeah, this is a drink that I am playing with right now that is yet to be named. He does like to play with things. I do. Repeatedly. But uh, the flavors here are lychee, lychee, ginger, and pomegranate. Okay. And I like all those. I am uh, so I'm just kind of fooling around with it for right now. It's a pretty color. I don't uh, I don't normally serve a lot of drinks here in the lounge in a true cocktail glass, but I thought, why not? And it is very fancy for the lounge. It is. When yes. you use a cocktail glass 
kids. Do you want to even know that you had these? You want to make sure that you, which a martini glass. Yeah. <laughs> you want to you want to chill them. Mm-hmm. So here, another cheers. Okay, be careful. Not that my here is are to the yet unnamed beverage cocktail. Mm, that's nice. I like that a lot. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's quite Good. refreshing, mm-hmm. and it's very simple so far. Now I may, I may zhuzh it up, or I may keep it real simple. Uh, what but is it, there, um, hmm. it's not just ginger. What other kind of? Well, there's ginger liqueur. What other plant do you have in here? Lychee. Yeah, that's liquor, like a little fruit. The Soho. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then pomegranate juice. Just those three things. It tastes like there's pine in it or something. Mm-mm. Weird. Tastes good. Mm. Uh, well, what's in the, the ginger? Because I usually use... It's a nice drink. A, a one, one specific uh, ginger liquor, but I'm mm-hmm. using something different. And this mm-hmm. one is infused with um, some kind of herbs and such. That and must I'm, be what it is then. I'm not quite set, sure all what it is. It's got like an herby taste to it. But it's it's tasty. Like rosemary, something. Something, yeah. Yeah, pine or rosemary. Or oh, and it could be that we're eating this uh, the vegetables dip. with this dip that has a ton of chive and basil. I think it's the I think it's the drink. I mean, it's very good, but there's some kind of herb in it that's well. Uh, so we've we've got a few things to talk about here in the lounge mm-hmm. as we usually do, and I want to. Uh, well, first, I, I said I would do this, and I always forget, is right now on Facebook, I'm going to post that we're recording the show live, and if somebody asks us a question, well, that's just wonderful, we'll actually answer it, but if nobody asks us a question, as I fear, <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, you got to catch people when you catch them, right? Uh, uh, so we'll just say, recording live. But it takes them a while to type, so it could be an hour. You would know. Yes. Recording live. Any questions? Okay, so let's see if anybody asks us anything. Now, but besides that, uh, we have, uh, let's see here, a couple of subjects this week. Of course. And, well, um, you know, I was, uh, you and I both have been doing a lot the last couple weeks. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm fucking tired. Today, and and we've talked a little bit more lately about, you know. August through October. Trying to find more zen in our lives. And you know what I did today? I sat in my garden, or I call it my tiki garden because it's full of mm-hmm. tikis and, and lights and flamingos. And uh, I just sat there for like an hour and it was kind of hot. Mm-hmm. But I sipped a drink. And oh, this was a non alcoholic drink, by the way. Oh, amazing. I don't do that very often, but I sipped a non alcoholic drink and I just kind of sat in the garden and I had my headphones on and I just kind of just watched birds. And, and the gigantic spiders the grass are outside. Grow. Well, they don't come out till evening. Oh, they're scary. And it was it was nice to just mm-hmm. sit there. And I made it a point. I said, you know, I, you know, my iPhone is where, how I play music. But I said, you know what? If I hear the mel ding or anything like mm-hmm. that, I'm not going to look at it. I'm just going to sit here and sip my drink. And um, it was really difficult. Really, see what I like to do during these months is because this little senator's back in school. Yes, and so I can take a day off work without feeling guilty that I'm not doing anything with him mm-hmm. because by law he should be in school. And so I'll take a weekday off and I'll wake up late and I'll um, maybe put something in the crock pot and uh, sit around with coffee all day. I prefer it to be a gray day or a rainy mm-hmm. day because that's even better. But like um, today, yes, because that would give me some zen. But that's what I like to do during these months. Not so much in the summer because the summer's just not really my season. Yeah, well, in the summer, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess fall would be my favorite season. Yeah, I do like overcast days. Not yes. to the extent that uh, Alistair may be getting them up in Seattle. Yeah, but I do like an overcast day. I don't mind it at all. But uh, just yeah, if if you have 
a tiki bar or a garden or a yard or something yeah. like that, and you don't just sit in it every now and then and enjoy it, what the hell's the point of having it? Well, and even scare, I mean, I don't mind. I like cleaning on those days. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bother me. And I might do like a home improvement project, like, you know, something stupid. You know, I Something like, stupid? Well, something stupid like <laughs> making pillowcases or just something, you know, that is not too involved. In- I would call making pillowcases... I wouldn't call that stupid. Well, it's just that the last time I made them, I wanted neon yellow. And, you know, they don't oh. sell neon yellow sheets. Mm, mm, Because mm. I had painted my, my bedroom gray and I wanted yellow. Not since the 80s anyway. You no, know, I wanted bright yellow. It's kind of an 80s thing. You yeah. know, gray and bright yellow was what I wanted. And they didn't sell right. it. So I had to go to a fabric store and find it and make it myself. Oh, uh, my God, I know, Becky. But, but uh, I forgot what I was saying. Anything that, you know. We're talking about relaxing. If it's too Keeping involved, it like I want to redo my fireplace, which will take me a couple weeks with my dad, that is not a zen thing. That is a plan it out for a couple weeks thing. It's not a one day make a pillowcase. Oh, and, I know what you, you know. mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. So it has to be something small that can be accomplished in a couple hours. Well, you know, speaking of things you can accomplish in a couple hours, mm-hmm. uh, I've talked before about how the, the local realtors and religious organizations like to leave things on my door and my patio. I don't know why patio. they're attracted to you because I don't get shit. And I just get so much stuff. This is all in the last week. Okay. And wow. so the first one I want to discuss comes from, yes, his this is his real his real name is Michael Myers mm. and Associates, Simplicity Real Estate. And and he gave us the Around Home Keeping Today's Homeowner Informed newsletter. Oh, again I hope from this is good as again the from last Michael one. Myers. Now dirt, dirt. Sorry. He left a notepad. You know how realtors leave notepads. Yeah, there's which gotta be some Michael Myers. Or actually, music some ha- handy. You can play. I have. I ha- Psycho. Good. Is that good enough? No, yes. there's an actual. What is it? Halloween or right? Yeah, there's. But I don't have that. Music. But I have Psycho. No, so we're you using play that. The regular, the right. Well, I don't music. have that. Well, so but we're that's using not Psycho. Well, All right. So um, let's see what tips the local axe murderer. Okay. Decided to uh, leave us. Well, there's home updates for a tight budget, mm-hmm. techniques to make perfect mashed potatoes, how because ru- because that's a helpful tip from a realtor. How to run down a girl in her underpants and kill her? Uh, no. Oh, uh, well. Pumpkin recipes for cooking and skincare. How to break out of an insane asylum? That's not on here. Mm-hmm. Question and answer. Ways to finance a home improvement project. How to kill Jamie Lee Curtis? Uh, oh, that one's here. Oh, okay, yes. good. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, how to make a bountiful cornucopia arrangement? Oh, that, oh. that wasn't the Halloween movies. We, yeah, we we have to go. Where is where is that one? I want to know. He must really like mashed potatoes. Doing here we go. Newsletter. How to make a bountiful cornucopia arrangement? Mm. That could be a day a, pro, a Zen project for me on my rainy day off. Now I'm going to challenge you here. Okay. Now, and I and I was taught this in I think uh, second or third grade mm-hmm. when we made cornucopias. Mm-hmm. But a cornucopia, also often called... A horn of plenty. Ah, very good, you got it. Is a symbol of giving and sharing. Mm-hmm. Here's how you can create your own cornucopia centerpiece for your Thanksgiving table decorations. Now, it's just be, four simple steps. And I will be having an after Thanksgiving party this mm. year. A leftover party, so perhaps I will do this. I, I challenge you to. Maybe I'll I think have you should. a cocktail weenies coming out of it or something. Well, number one, buy a ready-to-fill cornucopia or a cone-shaped basket at your local craft store. Why the fuck wouldn't they be ready to fill? Place it on a large tray or display table. Well, I guess you could buy the pre-filled fake ones. That's true. Okay, now number two, fill the cornucopia up halfway with straw, 
raffia, or newspaper, lined the bottom of the opening with straw and colorful autumn leaves. Of course. Naturally. Step three, and it's a long one. Mm -hmm. Fill the remaining space in the cornucopia with fall harvested fruits and vegetables such as gourds, miniature pumpkins, pomegranates, dried ears of Indian corn, a variety of whole nuts, red and green grapes, App Wait, really? Grapes? It's more of a summer fruit, isn't it? Aren't those going to go bad? Apples and pears. Place the largest vegetables and fruits inside first and layer the smaller ones on the outside. You'd have to use fake grapes. You couldn't use real grapes in that. Well, I guess if you're just showing it for Thanksgiving only. Maybe. Yeah, and you want okay. people to nibble off of it, I yeah, guess you yeah, could yeah. wash them and put it in and that would be fine. Uh, but again, these are tips from an axe murderer. Yes. Alleged. Allegedly. Allegedly. An axe murderer and real realtor. And the step four, finish by adding more colorful leaves around the arrangement and among the vegetables and fruit. Oh, and there's a little picture here, but it, it's in black and white. That's a lot of squash, Because this realtor, Michael Myers, apparently can't afford... Uh, color handouts There's to leave not, on like, people's splashes, doorsteps. splashes of red in there? Now, what, what is extra scary and goes along with the name of the gentleman mm -hmm. is when he left that notepad that's printed in blood red only. He stood across from your house and watched no, it No, he... I was out watering the tiki garden mm -hmm. at approximately 9.45 that evening. Mm -hmm. The notepad was not there. Yeah. Now, I went back outside around 10.30 something because I had that moment of, did I turn the hose off? I just have to look, right? So I go out there, and there's a notepad right there on yeah, my porch. Yeah, because he was standing in the bushes watching so you the whole time. I was a little creeped out. Behind the clothesline from the first I have a realtor dropping things off at my house uh, after 10 p.m. at night on a Monday. Well, they make their own hours. I guess, but it don't, isn't that, don't you think that's kind of creepy? Yeah, but you know that the knife and the mask just don't have the same effect during the day. So well, he would have to do his work after 10. That, that could be true. Yeah. Now, there are some other fun things in here that Michael Myers wants us to know about, but we'll save that for another show. <laughs> we don't want to... Poor guy. We don't want to blow our whole Michael Myers wad in no, one No, no, we got to keep podcast. stretching that out until he sues us. Because there's another thing that uh, was left here, and uh, I'll let you guess who might have left this. I'll, I'll just read this. And, okay. and the title is, Will Humans Ruin This Earth? Hmm. Who do you think left uh, a leaflet? With, with that type of information on it. A dog. No, not a dog. A cat. No, not a cat. Mm -mm. Mm, not a Republican. No, we do have a cat that occasionally leaves dead birds. I give up. Who told you that? A Jehovah's Witness. Oh, it's mm -hmm. not a Republican. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm -mm. Violence, immorality, and global warming, along with oil spills and other environmental disasters, all these problems have led concerned people to ask... Will humans ruin this earth? Well, it's not going to make it any better if I can't celebrate my birthday. You are warmly invited. Or Christmas or Thanksgiving. To come and listen to the answer. So if we just go to the local kingdom hall, mm -hmm. uh, we can let God's kingdom come in oh. to our hearts. Eh. But then can I still go to Vegas? And we're not making fun of religion. Religion pretty much makes fun of itself pretty yeah, easily. Yeah. What is God's kingdom? When will it come? And what will it affect? I can honestly say to each of those questions, not really concerned. Well, I just, you know, the Jehovah's Witness view of life is pretty boring to me. Right. Yeah. What's this don't have fun, don't celebrate, yeah, don't? So yeah. If you're gonna anyway, so that's another thing that uh, was left on the doorstep. Now, here's one that I just, I just can't get over. Another realtor. Well, I thought that was your passport. <laughs> left us, left us a 
mini version of the United States Constitution. Yeah, how many people have that? That might be no, the cooler one. No, I actually am keeping yeah, this. I actually cool. think that this is actually kind of cool. Uh, we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So that's the opening, the preamble. And uh, But actually, all of, the, all of the articles and amendments are here. And uh, I, I am familiar with most of them. But actually, I think the Constitution is something that everyone, especially if somebody provides it to you in this format, everyone should read every now and then and remind themselves. It's kind of a nice format, too. It is. It's very mm-hmm. handy. You could read the whole thing uh, mm-hmm. in 30 minutes while having appetizers at your local tiki they bar. Should, they should have that in the drawer at hotels instead of the Bible. <laughs> I agree. I'm totally serious. No, I totally, I, I, I totally agree. I'd read, I'd read the Constitution when I was drunk. Yes. Not the Bible. All right, here, I'm going to go to a um, an article, mm-hmm. and I want you to tell me if, or, or I'm sorry, an amendment, and I want you to tell me if you know what it is. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Um, how about... Remember, folks, I was an art major. Oh, amendment number three. Do you know what that is? Mm, uh, the right to bear arms? No, it is the housing of soldiers. Oh. No soldier shall... In time of peace, be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. Interesting. I guess we really don't have that problem right now, do we? No, we really don't. Yeah. We really don't. Now, let me let me choose another amendment, something with a higher number. Um, do you know what the 13th Amendment is? Mm, the one where you don't have to testify against yourself. No. <laughs> no. No, it's the abolition of slavery. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, Starsha and I both have a lot of slavery in our past. Uh, actually, my relatives came to this country, my great-grandparents did, so I have no slavery in my past. <laughs> no, no? No, really? No. <laughs> All right, I'll give, you, I'll give you one more shot here. Unless they were in Europe. <laughs> what about Amendment 20? Yeah. Do you know what Amendment is 20 is? Is that the alcohol is? one? No, it's not. <laughs> It's the terms of the president of and Congress, mm. and we won't read that because that. So anyway, but uh, yeah. So now that's just so. Well, they did for, that one after Roosevelt. So now right? things left on my door. We have uh, home home tips for Michael Myers, mm-hmm. alleged axe murderer and realtor. We have will humans ruin this earth from the local uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, and from another realtor we have the Constitution. Of the United States. You didn't answer my question. What was the question? I'm they sorry. They did the 20th after Roosevelt because he ruled for 100 years, correct? He had four terms and they did the... He did have more terms yeah. than anybody else. He did yes. four and they did the 20th after that so that nobody would have that many terms. Well, now how something? How about something just totally more fun? All right. Uh, I don't know if you are familiar with uh, this place, but uh, it's called the Wigwam Hotel. I looked it up after you sent it to me. It oh, looks you did. Cool. And I think I think we should stay there. I do too. It's uh, there now. There was there was a chain of seven of these uh, motels yes. built in the United States. The last one being built here closest to us mm-hmm. in San Bernardino County, California, specifically in Rialto. Rialto. And so it is. They are they are stucco. Uh, wigwams Uh in a big circle around the campground area and it's got a a classic kidney shaped pool and a place where you can barbecue and a little office where you can purchase snickety snacks and things snickety snacks but uh, i think we should uh, we should go visit the wigwam now here's here's the reason though so i think listeners are familiar with and those who aren't are about to be yes 
are familiar with Tiki Oasis. Yeah. But Tiki Oasis was originally put together to save the Caliente Tropics in Palm Springs, mm -hmm. which was one of the um, best examples of kitschy uh, modern architecture and uh, A-frame entry, bright mod colors, that bright orange mm -hmm. and brown and greens. And uh, and so Tiki Oasis was put together and they got enough people to stay at the place. And over the years, it, it, it regained in popularity and it was saved. Yes. And I know I'm not saying we should get an event and go to the Wigwam Hotel, but who doesn't have a kid or is a kid at heart and want to say, I'm going to go drive 50 miles and stay in a stucco wigwam with a couple of friends or the kids. Why don't we go for the senator's birthday in January? I think that sounds like yes. a fabulous idea. Can you do idea. a campfire outside? Does it have a fire pit and all that good stuff? It doesn't have a fire pit, but it does have a barbecue station okay. outside. we can pretend that's a fire pit. Yes, we can. Okay. We can, we can start fires inside <laughs> inside the wigwams you know, that are conveniently furnished with beds and air conditioners and San Bernardino sinks. is not very dry. I'm sure that we can't mm -mm, set a big old mm -mm. forest fire out there. But the reason I bring this up is, you know, Route 66, and this is right there on Route 66, Mm -hmm. um, holds a lot of nostalgia and history for the United States, and it went from it went from Chicago to Los Angeles, the Chicago area to Los Angeles, and passed through many, many, many states. And along that route, what parts of it are still left intact, but most parts have been taken over by larger highways. And but you can still drive a lot of it, not most of it, but a lot of it. And you pass these places where you might drive through a giant donut. Mm -hmm. You might get to stay in a wigwam. The big ass dinosaurs. Yes, mm -hmm. uh huh. Which Along I've been to Interstate those. Ten. Yeah. yeah. So there's all these kitschy things, and uh, Charles Phoenix wrote a book on it, for example. Mm -hmm. I, I just encourage people to go visit these things because if you don't, they're going to go away. Go away. So I happen to know for a fact that the owner, the current owner of the Wigwam Hotel in Rialto in, on Foothill Boulevard, 227, oh no, it's 2728 West Foothill Boulevard in San Bernardino, that, uh, you know, he's put some money into restoring it, but, uh, well, it you know, he's not getting enough people to stay there. Mm -hmm. And so he's not sure if he's going to be able to keep the place open. So well, go, let's go before Senator's birthday then. Go patronize mm -hmm. these places. And, you know, what what could be kitschier? No, nothing really. That's a giant teepee. I know. Bring So bring your cocktails. Have a good time. And uh, go go rent a couple of teepees with some friends and family and, and circle around and uh, <laughs> shoot uh, cowboys. Set San Bernardino on fire. Shoot arrows at cowboys. Yes. And it, it'll just, oh, it'll just, it'll just be a lot of fun. So do you, are you really serious? You want to go? Sure. Why wouldn't I want to go sleep in a teepee? Uh, you know what? People just don't say that often enough. Well, you know. So I, yeah. So we're going to get right around to that. I think that would be very cool. Let's see, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, well, we kind of, we were talking about the Constitution, but let's, we've been drinking now, so it, it's now more appropriate to talk about politics. Of course. Because politics, when you're sober. Are more serious. People are too pensive I about agree. it. So, you know, you have a drink or two, and then you talk about politics in the local watering hole, or tiki bar more appropriately. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that political parties... They're based on ideological platforms. Sure. And I think they're all stupid. Yes. I think we should bring about some political parties that are based off of on your um your favorite spices oh. and what foods are made with those spices. Okay. So me, for example, I don't know if I have a favorite spice per se, but if I were forced to choose one, I would say cinnamon. Salt. And I don't know if that's a 
to is, me, to me, it is. <laughs> is that a is that <laughs> salt a spice? I know pepper would be. <laughs> and so, for example, people who subscribe to my party, the cinnamon party, yes, we like warm, cozy nights with uh-huh. comfort foods, uh-huh. uh, sugary snacks. Uh-huh. And um, you and the senator would be in the same party. And uh, and well, and 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 we we enjoy inviting friends and family into our homes mm-hmm. to enjoy these things with us. So that's that's those of us who are in the cinnamon party. Okay. So now, if you were to choose a spice besides salt, what would I pick? What would you choose? Dill. That's an herb. It's you use it to spice your food. So. Mm-mm. Well, let's see. What are my choices then? Oh, there's paprika and pepper and no, nutmeg and no. clove and no. uh, marjoram. Uh, mm. uh, I, you know, I like rosemary. That's an herb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a spice. Mm-hmm. You gotta pick a spice. I'm trying to think of a spice because they're all with baking, and I don't really associate myself with like baking. Anise. Anise? No, I don't like the anise. Actually, I do like anise. So, um, you're not. You, you can't think of one. Can you pick of one that's like a kind of a sour spice? Is it designed? Ooh, sour. Well, maybe coriander. Coriander mm-hmm. is citrusy. I kind of like caraway, but that's more of a, that's not a spice. Right. Yeah. But maybe coriander, maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I just think that we need to challenge ourselves as Americans and citizens of the world. and We need to be more creative with our uh, We thinking. need to stop thinking mm-hmm. about Republican and Democrat, and we need to think of something else. Because Why do we do our favorite colors? <laughs> We can all split off according to our favorite colors. Well, see, there's already a green party. Is that a problem for well, me? No, because I was in the green party for a while. Okay. So <laughs> I, I, I would be in the green party. But I guess I would be in the um, hot pink party or the orange party. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to the first annual hot pink hot, party hot convention. Pink-a-thon, yes. What, to- what types of uh, subjects would the hot pink party be in favor of or against? Dullness. Dullness. We would be against the brown party. We're here to speak. Anything the brown party liked, we would hate. <laughs> so even colors would yeah, dislike still each other. Yeah, it wouldn't work. And either with oh. the spices. Is this going to be? Is it going to? Is this going to end up just being racist? It's about this point. It is getting racist, right? The hot pinks and the browns. <laughs> so the oranges and, and the yellows. And, that, and that's not the gay party. No, no. This is the most fun. And personally, being gay myself, I I take offense at anyone who says pink is gay. So there's do nothing, I, because it's my favorite There's color. nothing gay about pink. No. Or any other color. No. No, I don't think so. So, you know, well, maybe... how else could you split up the political parties? By favorite holiday? By m- favorite month? Let's do by favorite month of the year. Well, Mine's maybe... October. Okay, maybe, and I did not get this newsletter uh-huh. three or four months ago, the new horoscopes. Yes, well, I told. I thought I told you about no, that. No, you didn't, and really, I did not I, know that I am no longer a Gemini. I'm a Taurus. But from what I read, it only take you only change it if you're born in that year. So ours are still the same, but anybody born oh, now changes it. Oh, I see. Because I think I moved back to like a Cancer or something like that. So no, I looked it up. Right, mm-hmm. I looked up changing horoscopes. Yeah. And so not only did I get why the horoscopes change because over time Earth's sure, axis shifts. Moves. Right. So the stars that are visible and their influence over you mm-hmm. change. Mm-hmm. But here's here's the deal I have with this. Who decided on a particular day that the axis had shifted just enough that now those other constellations have influence over you? Witches. Mmm. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm eating some cucumber. Mm, witches. Do you like hot house cucumber? Do I like hot house cucumber? I like cucumber. Mm. I like taking the seeds out of it. These don't. These have tiny, tiny seeds. Yeah, because they're they're English cucumbers. Yeah, it's better. I like Persian well, cucumbers too. What were we talking about? I don't remember. Let's move on. Okay, let's move on. 
if Michelle Bachman were president, she says she her first thing she'd do mm-hmm. uh, after killing all the gays, mm-hmm. allegedly, mm-hmm. allegedly, and her, and her husband is uh, yes, but he says he's not. He is so gay. But he, he says a he's not. Of him? But apparently, all you have to do is say whether or not you are gay. Yeah. Then you can do anything you want behind closed doors. But you just have to say, oh, I'm not gay. But and then, then you, you don't get killed. And oh, then you don't get killed, right? Um, mm. No, Michelle Bachman would shut down the EPA. That'd be like the first thing she'd do. Of course, she also just said that she'd uh, drill in the Florida Everglades now, too. Oh, re- Wait, is there even oil in the Everglades? No. No, there's not. <laughs> but she would just drill there. Yeah. She she just wants to start drilling things. Well, so Michelle Bachman is she is my favorite of the presidential candidates. I just read an article that said her popularity has peaked now, though. Mm-hmm. That she's going to be going down. <laughs> not on her husband. Said. Not on her husband. Not, though. On, <laughs> not well. He wouldn't really care for That's it. That's what I he? mean. He wouldn't really care for yeah. it. So. You know what? I, actually, I don't really feel like talking about Michelle Bachman too much. I don't think there's any interesting GOP candidates at all besides her. She's just a farce. She's not someone that people, are, to me, are seriously going to vote for. Right. I uh, hope. Yeah. I hope not. Because she she really does, really all she's doing is trying to disguise ignorance and hate with morals. But she doesn't do it well. She just No, she doesn't. And, yeah. she's trying, and she's trying to define morals as, as any any phrase or situation that supports what yeah. She says she's all about, which of course would be hate and ignorance. Kill gays. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Well, anyway, so let's not talk about her. Gosh, she must really hate her husband to be on that platform. I so know. Bad for gays. I mean, she just hates him. I know. She, well, you know, he's he is a very large gay. Allegedly. He's a bear. Gay. Well, I've never seen him without a shirt on. I don't know if he's really truly well, a bear. Well, does a bear have to be hairy? Doesn't have to be. I thought they just said to be big. Yes, but at least some a good amount of facial hair or chest hair does or both is helpful. Does he wear flannel in his spare time? He might. Yeah. Probably when they go to the don't be gay meetings. Yes. They're all dressed in cut off shorts and flannel. And it's tucked in. Yes. Yeah. With goatees. And he's wearing um is he wearing denim shorts with big hiking boots? Well, they're cut off jeans. Like oh, village people. But but definitely the the boots would be appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. If you want to and so that's stereotype. Where her, that's where her hatred stems from. Is her husband. Yeah. And yeah. she's not sexually satisfied because her I'm, husband doesn't want to do her. Well, look at her. She's too crazy to be sexually satisfied. Well, she's a woman though. That's why he wants a man that looks like her. Right. Maybe ew, she ew. Cut, okay. Maybe if she cut her hair short. Moving right along. Moving right along. Um, I want to I want to show you, and I, I showed this to you before, but I, I just want to, we're going to discuss it now. So I, I, went to, I went to a local thrift store. You did. Because, you know, I think, I think a Zen quality in a roundabout way is repurposing and reusing things. Mm-hmm. And, and you're also contributing to, like, for example, when you go to the Salvation Army Goodwill, you're contributing to a charity that does things like put people to work, train people, provide assistance. And, and that Salvation Army has the catchiest fucking theme song on TV. What? They, their commercials have a catchy little thing. I don't know song. if I recall. Well, you'll have to watch a commercial then. You're not going to sing it? I'm not going to, no. Okay. You'll just have to watch it. People are used to being uh, entertained with musical numbers here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. I don't feel like it. All right, well. So I went looking for 80s clothes. Oh, okay. Didn't find a damn thing. Yes. But what I did find was that over there, that mm-hmm. tall bamboo plant stand. I saw that. You know, on a side note, you really didn't need to go to the Salvation Army for 80s clothes because they're popular now. You could have gone to H&M. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. You uh, didn't need to go to Goodwill for that. <laughs> so I, I found a bamboo plant stand. Uh-huh. I found a rattan ice bucket for nice. the bar. And what I am so excited about this ice bucket because it's a large one. It is. And there's nothing worse than an ice bucket that was made for just, you know, making two or three drinks. Two drinks, yeah. 
Yeah, so this ice bucket will make a good two dozen drinks mm-hmm. or hold one of those very large bottles of champagne. Champagne, champagne. Yes. And it's rattan, it's brown, it's earth tones. I really like it. Now, it matches your bar. Starshine, one of the things I like about it so much is, would you smell it? Mm. Give it a smell. Right in that rattan the, area The there. outside of it? Yes, the outside. Mm-hmm. No. What do you smell? Cigarette smoke. Yes. The previous <laughs> owner was a smoker. Until it smells like cigarette smoke. And I love that. I think that's so cool. I know, And, and I know some people might think, like, that's cool. Mm. I think it's cool. This is what my whole condo smelled like when I moved into it. Do you remember? I remember, yeah. yes. You had to take down all of the wall coverings and everything. And I had to paint, like, three coats of kills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had white walls that they had smoked so much that the walls were yellow. That's amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. I was impressed. Well, I gave him props. So while I don't, I, I would, I, I would never let people smoke in my house. Mm-hmm. I just think it's, I don't know. There's something kitschy about my ice bucket. Well, I think it's funny permanently because, smelling like smoke because my hall closet still smells like smoke, mm-hmm. and so when I open it, it makes me laugh because it smells. It's like a total hooker lounge in there or mm-hmm. something, you know. But I think it's cool too. I'm sure the next owners of my house will not think that way. But now another item I picked up was. A real anchor hawking mm-hmm. amber glass punch bowl with eight matching glasses. It's pretty cool that you got eight matching glasses with it. Yes, I can't yeah. believe that this made it from... Now, I looked this one up, and I found several that are just like it, but not that exact one. Mm-hmm. It looks like it was probably made in the late 60s. Yeah, it's nice. It is an anchor hawking, which is uh, one of the, the biggest brands that was making punch bowls and providing recipes for the, punch, whether the they be with brother, or without alcohol. The brother of Stephen Hawking? No, I don't think that's no, who it is. No, he wasn't a punch bowl. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. But uh, so I'm, a, I'm, a, and it's a, so it's kind of like a a large fluted flower type punch. I guess. Yeah, I would say it's a flower design. It goes with up a and it's what do you call it? Edge. Hammered glass is mm-hmm. what that, that texture looks like with the matching amber mugs, and I just think it's lovely. Yeah. So I go to the thrift store to support the local community to get '80s clothes. I get no '80s clothes, but I get a nice punch bowl. Mm-hmm. That is perfect on the bar because it's not such a large punch bowl that it doesn't fit on a bar. No, it's nice. And yeah. I like that. I get a beautiful, uh, authentic ice bucket. Smoke-smelling smoke ice smelling bucket. Smoke-smelling ice bucket and a bamboo plant stand. All of this for just $32. Can't beat that, can you? No, you can't because each one, any one of these items individually now mm-hmm. or the equivalents would cost more than that. Yes. And be of much poorer quality. And not as kitschy. Now... Another interesting thing is that ice bucket made in New York. Yes. That uh, glass punch bowl set by Anchor Hawking made in the United States. Mm-hmm. So the 60s. plant stand was made in Thailand. Mm-hmm. But we don't really have a lot of bamboo here except for Florida. Yeah, they try to grow some. Yeah, kind of hard to find bamboo. Yeah. So what are you going to do? So well, I I just I thought that was fun and shot. you are supporting I, the economy in yes, many ways. Mm. That's right. You just oh. shoot that. Ooh. Well, now I've had the shot and the yet-to-be-named uh, lychee ginger cocktail. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm feeling it. Yeah, this should be called like gentle ginger compared to your gentle shot because the shot oh. is like in your ass. Yeah, and know. I still and I still have to make dinner for uh. the boyfriend now. So I mentioned that we went to an '80s party last night. Mm-hmm. Now we I wanted to drink authentic '80s liquor well, like beverages. A oh, like a. Zima or Midori Sour? Like wine coolers, Bartles and James. I had a wine cooler yesterday. No, you didn't. I did so too did because I. my mom buys them now. She does? Yes. She, Why? she doesn't like beer. 
Oh my and goodness. so she bought a pack of wine coolers. I had that one, the margarita one that you're showing in the picture right there. So I brought fuzzy navel, margarita, and exotic berry. Yes. And I also brought ingle nook white Zinfandel. Mm, and it's pink. It is. Yes. And Reuniti. Reuniti. On ice. It's so nice. It is so nice. And now, so here's the thing. Most of the people at this at this 80s party mm-hmm. were too young to truly appreciate the liquor selections that I brought. But we didn't drink those. Our parents did. I remember my parents drinking all those. No, I my friends were absolutely drinking wine coolers in high school. Well, in high school, but I mean, right, right. Let's pretend we were legal right. to drink. Well, when I was legal to drink, these things were were no no yeah, and longer then we popular. Were on to Zima and when I when I was not legal to drink, and the friends were drinking, yes, they were, were drinking, drinking wine coolers, coolers, White Zin. Now, the one thing I couldn't Ugh, find, White Zin. Boone's Farm Strawberry Hill. Yeah, Strawberry Hill. I was could big. not find that. You can still get. Strawberry you can Hill still though. get it. I just couldn't find it. Yeah. But I couldn't find the Boone's Farm, and I couldn't find the Zima. I really yeah. was trying. I don't think you can find Zima. Anymore. I also found Jolt Cola. Oh my God, Jolt. Cola. So the boyfriend had uh, Jack and Jolt. <laughs> yes. Well, so but but so folks, you know when you when you go to a party, if there's a theme, mm-hmm. go. All you gotta do is look it up. Google Google it, Bing it, Yahoo, whatever. So I looked up uh, trendy alcohol in the '80s, mm-hmm. and it came up with these things. Now, one of the most popular cocktails in the '80s was Sex on the Beach. Uh, I could see that, sure. And uh, there was basically they said also anything made with Midori or Ugh. Kahlua. And Midori, those makes were me two like of the most popular liquors. Want to vomit right now? Yes, I agree. Yeah. I can't stand either one of them. And I drank half of this large bottle of White Zin, mm-hmm. and I haven't actually had a headache that quickly. Well, that, that is that, a, that, uh, that pink wine is a big winner every year at Thanksgiving at my dad's family's house. They really? have pink wine at every uh, special occasion. So I, I think basically it, White Zin came from a doubt. You know, I believe Rose, it's Sutter Home or something like that. Yes, yeah. Rosé had been around for too long, and yeah. so they decided to, it's a it's a different varietal, but they named it White Zinfandel, and it's just, it's just terrible. Oh, I think somebody asked us some questions. Let's see. Oh, no. What is that? Uh, nobody asked a question, but somebody was commenting on a photo of me using the cocktail shaker on the bus oh, on the way to the a, '80s concert. I thought that we was a tomato. I thought you were holding a tomato. No, I'm not holding a tomato. I'm holding a red shaker. <laughs> Let's see. Did somebody see? No, see, people are commenting on the wrong thing. See, I was afraid that nobody would comment on. Oh, don't be upset. It is Monday at seven. Well, what? People are in bed or something? I mean, they're preparing for now, the work. No, wait a second. So. Ida Exotatiki, she likes that we asked the question recording live right now. Do you have any questions? But didn't ask a question. Maybe she's just thinking about it. <laughs> well, she better think fast because we only have about five minutes left. Maybe she's thinking about what her favorite herb is or spice and can't think of anything. I still contend that salt is mine. Well, she doesn't yet know that mm-hmm. we asked that question. It is a spice. We discussed that. That's what true. Is? They can't hear. It's right. Salt. She doesn't. She doesn't know that. Salt. Salt isn't. I don't think salt is a spice. Well, would you consider it? Well, we're gonna we're gonna look it up right now. It was a very important commodity all through history. People love salt. Well, they still do. But it has to be considered something. Okay, you're right. Salt is a spice. Okay. Right there, it says not only is salt the spice of life, but it is considered a spice. And I will contend that it is the most important spice. Oh, it absolutely yes. is because not only does it add flavor, but mm. you can cure meats and preserve things mm-hmm. with it. I mean, our our cultures. Would probably so, not have developed without salt. I would contend that my political party is the most important. I oh mm. I I think that's inappropriate. I don't know. I've got the power I, now, don't I? <laughs> but so are you agreeing as Michelle Bachman would mm-hmm. 
that what's important is simply being large and being the majority stakeholder and then everyone else is supposed to follow? Is that what you're insinuating? Mm, I don't know, but she wants everyone to follow her God. Not, right, that's not, what I'm talking about. Not successfully a she party. says that, that we are waging, well, she is waging spiritual warfare that must be won. She's waging spiritual warfare on the fact that her husband does not want to do her with his big rod. We don't know he has a big rod. Hmm, that's true. We'd have to ask his age. I know he has a friend named Big Rod. Oh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Bum chicka bow Well, let's, let's just check back one more time. Nope, see, nobody asked a question. So, I fear that, mm-hmm. that we may be at the end of the show. Well, that's okay. I can handle that. Well, is there anything that you wanted to bring up while we still have a moment? I have nothing. I have my own raft. You have your own raft? Yes. Like a inflatable device for your uh, pool? Well, yes, but I, I don't really have one, but I was at uh, this party last night, and somebody had asked the question, what is a statement that you could make in a group of people uh-huh. that would cause people to pause and say, what? Oh. And he, his just one guy, he suggested to, you would say, I have my own raft. Now, I, I countered with, wouldn't it be better to say... Would you like a ride on my yacht? Mm. Or would, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. But he said, no, 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 no. It's very down to earth. He said, I have my own raft. It makes him sound like a creepy person. Now, the girls who were standing in the little circle when we were talking, they said, um, I'm going to go with the yacht on yeah. this one. <laughs> so, I don't Maybe know. Maybe if he had said, I'd like to go kayaking and I have my own kayak. No, that sounds kind of art outdoorsy and stuff, but not I have my own raft. That right. sounds like he wants to float around in a pool with a Coke. Right. You know? Now, oh, speaking of Coke. So the the 80s party that we went to last night, and then we went to the 80s concert the other night, yes. um, neither one of them were truly authentic 80s because I didn't see anyone doing lines of Coke anywhere. No, and I was disappointed in that. Yeah, I mean, there should have been. I mean, I, I wouldn't yeah. try. I wouldn't have it. I wouldn't try it. Or drinking new Coke. But, but uh, I think it would be interesting to go to an 80s party or and to have somebody, even as a joke, uh-huh. uh, have a razor blade and lines of flour or something oh, on, the, on in, a glass coffee table. When I, I was think. in eighth grade, my friend and I, after watching too much Miami Vice, snorted pixie stick. Oh, that must have burned. Yeah, our, nose, our noses bled. <laughs> oh. Wait, did it bleed or were you just snorting the red kind? No, they bled. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Because, no, that's the citric acid yeah, and no, sugar. Oh, that's bad. We, we snorted in the bathroom at Knott's Berry Farm. On a related note, uh, one time I did make lines of salt uh-huh. on a table at a Carl's yeah. Jr. That's hurt my nose just thinking about while it. While on the way to Mexico oh. to build houses with the church group. Yes. And I snorted salt. And how did that feel? It felt fucking horrible. Yeah, I'm sure I it just hurt my nose horrible. right now. Now I don't recall bleeding, so oh. I think you 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 up you went up to me. We on were just that. hardcore on it, I maybe. But I do recall it hurting a lot, and I recall going into the bathroom and actually putting my nostril onto the faucet <laughs> and actually letting water run into my nose, and I started co- uh, uh, choking and gagging. Maybe but if oh, it was, it was horrible. Like, it foamed. It foamed. Like um. Jello powder, you know, powdered jello or something. There's Kids, something. why don't you send us a note to mail at com and you tell us what you've snorted you go, that was not yeah, a drug. You all go out there and snort something and see if it makes your nose bleed. Please don't take her advice and just yeah. snort random things. Well, you could. If you're going to do this, make sure you snort things that are not going to harm you. And by mm-hmm. not harm you, I mean do plenty of research on the internet because everything on the internet is true. It is. Yes. I believe that's okay. true. Okay. Well, we're at the end of the episode. That's good. I'm going to go snort something. I'm going to, I'll just watch. Okay. 
So, listeners, we hope that you'll join us in the lounge next week when I hope Kehlani can join us as well Mm -hmm. so that we can do our Tiki Oasis recap. We'll just talk about some of the shenanigans that we got into and the folks that we met and things like that. Um, I'm just, I don't know. I'm I'm in Halloween mode. I, I am too. I'm done. Once, you know, Tiki Oasis is officially the end of the summer. <laughs> yes. And the Before Monday Labor after Day. we get back, fall hits. And All so right. I'm just done. with. She's done. Yep. Well, Starshine, why don't you think real hard real quick here? It hurts. Why don't you think of an artist, whether it be your favorite or not, but preferably your favorite, your mm-hmm. favorite exotica artist, and we will end the show with a song from that artist. So any names come to mind? No, I'm still thinking of Michelle Bachman's husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he didn't really do much exotica. What would your suggestion be? Well, I, I don't want to give it away. Well, you already have something in mind. Well, just... I was, I mean, I was kind of thinking of Arthur Lyman. Oh, but... Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to now end the show with a random yet to be determined tune from Arthur Lyman. <laughs> one of the true, true pioneers and, uh, well, just of exotica and the genre And uh, we hope you enjoy it as much as we will. Mm -hmm. And until next time, Mm -hmm. mahalo. Thank you.